guys, welcome to the first episode of TV Anonymous. I'm Hodan. I'm Sarah. So, um, to differentiate between our voices in the future, <laughs> this again is Hodan speaking. I sound like a monotone valley girl. And I sound so hyperactive. Okay, so now that you know the difference between the both of us, um, so basically this podcast is to, you know, vent of all the things we love about television or, or hate about television, but also like film, pop culture, celebrities. We're just basically two girls who are kind of like obsessed, but we're slowly growing out of it. I think we've become adults. Now. Yeah, we've I become adults, like but as children and adolescents and in our early 20s, we were very um, obsessed. We may have waited for a certain oh, actor oh, at festivals, <laughs> which was a story on its own, maybe your own podcast on its own. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're just two girls who necessarily our love for TV and film might not have. We didn't, I don't think we fit in, right? I don't think anyone loves like we love, like with the passion that we have. I don't think anyone yeah. out there is like that. Yeah. Which makes us unique, and weird to a lot of people. But yeah, whatever. especially coming from like an East African community where people oh, don't yeah. understand. Oh my god! Try to explain Clint Eastwood to these people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll be a voice for those who are just like us who um get made fun of for watching TV shows and knowing everything about Hollywood, but like we all have hobbies. Yeah. Okay. So, Sarah. I want to talk about the lack of good TV shows out there. I spent a good half an hour yesterday on my laptop trying to figure out what to watch to the point where I clicked suggestions on one of those TV websites. Literally. And I was on page five and couldn't figure out anything to watch. What happened to addictive TV? What happened to binge-worthy TV? Mm -hmm. No more. I don't care for Netflix series. I can't wait once a year for a show. That's just too goddamn long. I'm (laughs) over it after that. (laughs) But yeah, what happened to those shows that made you go, I can't wait to see it now? Like, ugh. That's what's my problem right now. And I'm really in desperate need of some recommendations. Don't say Stranger Things, (laughs) because that's only 20 episodes. I'll be done by tonight. So yeah, we do each equally love TV, but we have different viewing habits. So for me, I actually can't commit anymore to shows that last more than like 20 episodes, because like I just like fall off. But um, so I do watch Stranger Things and Netflix series because that's perfect for me because 10 episodes I'm done. But that's also because nothing is like what it used to be. Like I used to need like 26 episodes per season. But now I feel like you could just get it done in 10 episodes because like I really don't care for anything as much. But um, yeah, that's the difference between us. Sarah is a full season 23 episodes, 23 episodes tops, network television, and I think I've kind of graduated to the Netflix thing only because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I need a full 23, five seasons out there, so that's like over 100 episodes. That's my kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we also have two different tastes of like television. So we do overlap, but Sarah has a particular taste. Oh, I love me a good cop show. I in inner me wants to be a detective. I love solving things. So I love a good cop show where there's a murder, there's a rape, there's a kidnapping in the beginning, and then you're just trying to figure out who did it the whole episode. And then inside you have little cute relationships with the coworkers and stuff, but I love me a good cop show. And the gorier, the better. <laughs> It doesn't even have to be a cop show. It could be criminals. It could just be a show NCIS about criminals. NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I watch NCIS, but 
that's filler shows. That's, those are not binge shows. Those are just like, hey, I have nothing to do. What should I watch? Which, by the way, yesterday when I couldn't figure out what to watch, I did end up on NCILS. <laughs> but no, I love a good crime show. Anything with, it, like, Sons of Anarchy. That was a bunch of criminals. But that was a good crime show. Like, I just need a crime show. Where is a crime show? And for me, it's the exact opposite. Like, I can't get into cop shows. Actually, I did get into one show. Yeah that she is like so anti but it's the only cop show that i've been able to watch it's 911 um only because it has like <laughs> Ryan Murphy has no business in the cop show world he, <laughs> he don't know the good formula okay i like it um it has the guy the dad from parenthood if anybody's watched I parent i i you know he's good and then and um what's it called angela bassett bassett i don't know why sorry i call her bassett but it's bassett and um What's it called? So, What's her name? Tammy Taylor? In, 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 in Friday Night Lights? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Okay, so she's fine. She looks like an M O N operator. Yeah. And she, but, but does Angela Bassett have a partner in the show? Or she ride it solo all the time? Because um, that's not a good police show. She whoa. needs a partner. They've never shown her partner. Yeah, yeah. Because she's just, she's like, you know, a bad chick like that. She doesn't See, need. Ryan Murphy is not realistic. He don't know. You I didn't even, okay. You someone to watch your six. That's <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I wasn't <laughs> analyzing that. I was only watching because there's kind of like a love story yeah. between. Um, <laughs> That's supposed to be a secondary storyline. What's her name? Tammy Taylor in real life. And the paramedic with the thing on his eyelid. Yeah. See, I never watched the show, but I've seen enough <laughs> on the commercial. So, so basically, she's like a 40 something plus woman and she is like um kind of falls in like she's having a relationship over the phone with a firefighter and they finally are meeting but the firefighter is like is a firefighter or paramedic? he's a firefighter but they dress like paramedics but you know anyways um and so they have like a relationship over their phone he actually has no old, how he doesn't know how old she is and he's kind of like a sex addict this is just like a whole subplot but she's a sex no, he's a sex addict, oh. and she lives with her mom who has dementia, and she's kind of lonely and doesn't really have anybody. So then they meet over the phone, and she doesn't tell him how old she is, and then finally, like, there's, like, an issue, and he's on the scene, and they meet. And it's cute, and he doesn't want to, like, cross the lines, and he's like, I think we should go back to having a phone relationship because I just ruined things. It's cute. You know? Yeah, but that's not what I just, okay, so that's my thing. I need some sort of, like, romance in a show. Like, I need to ship something. You know, like, I can't just watch, what is it? What is it? What is it? SWAT? You watch SWAT? SWAT is great. Criminal Minds? I don't need to watch that. Mine's a little creepy, but it's really good. Yeah. Criminal Minds will have you not sleeping at night sometimes. Yeah. But it's good. So now that you know how what we differ in, there is a lot of same like shows that we watch are the same that have impacted our lives greatly um, when we were younger. And they're kind of like impacting our lives now because Sarah was... Uh, we're going to talk about This Is Us for a second. Yeah. This is very introductory. We just want you guys to get to know us, but we will be having episodes specific to shows, so we won't go too deep into This Is Us, but... Can we take a minute to just say yay Justin Hartley for having a career? Okay, that's what we'll discuss. So if you haven't watched This Is Us yet, it's okay. We're not going to give any spoilers right now. Oh, um, not, not right now. We'll let you know when there's going to be a spoiler. Um, so we watch soap operas. We grew up on soap operas. And what soap opera was that, Sarah? Passions Forever! It's yeah. called Passions, but I'm just being loyal. <laughs> and Sarah's going to sing the theme song right now. Sing it, Sarah. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Oh, the hands of the one who can lead me places. And kiss the lips of the one. And kiss the lips of the one who can sing so sweet. And I would fly on the wings of a bird. And take me high as breathe and breathe out. So if that didn't click something in your head, that is the NBC 
soap opera that came on after Days of Our Lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At 2.30. I remember it. Was it? Days of Our Lives is 1 to 2. After uh, the 2.30. I think you're thinking of, like, young enough. Not 2.30. Why would I think 2.30? The soap opera would never start at 2.30. <laughs> Anyways, so that's how, like, we all got our start. I started, I found Passions one day in the summer, and I was, like, 10 years old. And I knew what it was yeah. before, but I just knew I wasn't allowed. And I did watch soap operas with my mom, but, like, those were ones where she was like, oh, you can watch All My Children. But I think my ultra-religious cousins turned me on to Passions. <laughs> now that I think about it, how did they discover Passions? But they turned me on to it, and Justin Hartley played Nicholas Foxworth Crane, yes. a.k.a. Fox, who is smoking. And his character is, I think, means a lot to everybody that watched Passions, but specifically means a lot to women of color who oh, watch yeah. Passions. Because he had a relationship with Whitney. And Whitney. Whitney Russell, is it? Yes. Oh, wow. Wow, we remember everything. Um, and Whitney was, um, she, was she was black. The, she, was, she was a black girl, but she, she was curly? a black girl with curly hair. Yeah. They show a lot of black girls with curly Not hair. Not on TV. No, no. It, besides Joan from Girlfriends, black <laughs> girls always have straight hair. Yeah. Big curly hair, and he loved her, and it was dreams come true. So here was the character that we were just kind of like our like preteen selves. We're like, I like him for some reason, but we don't really know why. And then he, and then there was Whitney, who like we were just fans of because she looks like you. And then they become a couple. And I think for me, that was the first time I saw, honestly, yeah, that was the first time I saw like a black girl, like, and like, the hot white guy on yeah. hooking up on a yeah so like ever since then fox has had like a soft spot in our hearts and we've only wished him the best and then he left passions his name isn't fox his name is justin hartley yeah put some respect on his name <laughs> but it's just we've been calling him fox for so long because we've followed his career he left passions went to smallville he went to smallville he did a little cameo on heart of dixie yeah what was that show you watched where he played a doctor and i didn't buy it I, okay i watched one episode but it also has i, I rewatched a clip on youtube is something state of no no it had um Meryl Streep's daughter Emily Owens is that what's called no, no yeah yeah Emily something no, MD no, I don't know. okay whatever it's not important but it also had the doctor um the girl from she's on Grey's Anatomy Meredith's sister oh she was on that too yeah. No, no. Anyway, Meredith's box sister. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah. which is <laughs> we interesting. Know <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no. So now Justin Harley has a hit show, and people are recognizing him and paying him attention. And yeah. yay, because I've been rooting for him for forever. Yeah, he like deserves it, and so we're really excited, big fans, and we wish him nothing but the best. Also, Milo too, because. Oh! Who would have thought yeah. Jess from Gilmore Girls would play a stable, functioning man, let alone a dad of three? Milo, wow. wow. Milo, Milo wows me. Every time I see him, I can't yeah. believe this is the Milo I knew when I was a kid. Back when we didn't know how to pronounce his name and no one would ever say it, so I thought it was Milo Ventimiglia. I actually was going to stutter again. That's why I just said Milo. <laughs> it's like, Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia, yeah. Like Familia. I was gonna stutter that's, again. that's what an Italian person told me, because I, I, I did pronounce it and I butchered it and she literally was like, what are you saying? It's Familia. It's like that. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then Mandy Moore, who has oh, always yeah. been... I always loved her more yeah. as an actor than a singer. Yeah, me I too. I mean, Candy was a good song, but this was her calling. And she, they, they actually look like a really well-rounded, functioning yeah. family. And then you got... What's his name? Miguel on the show. Uh, the guy who Sabrina the, the Teenage... Okay. Harvey's best friend, who was a witch hunter. That's, a, that's another <laughs> subcom. Okay, so I think we may be the only ones that remember him. Uh, from Sabrina the Teenagers, but his character was so annoying because he always was almost about to expose Sabrina. He didn't like Sabrina. That's yeah. the problem. That's the problem. Everyone likes Sabrina, yeah. except him and that that girl whose name. What's her name? Millie. I don't know. The one from Clueless. No, 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 not her. The one who didn't like her. Oh yeah, yeah, the mean one. Yeah, yeah whatever. Those, those, he didn't like Sabrina. I didn't understand it. 
So, like, each of these characters, other than, like, actually, you watched Sterling K. Brown Sterling on K. Brown, Supernatural. Sterling K. Brown, he used to be on Supernatural. I forget what his name was, but he was this hunter who became, like, a weird vampire thing. Yeah. But good on Sterling, too. Like, so basically, this is us as a cast of people that we've seen in different shows and we wanted them to have like the success they need success yes yeah, my bad <laughs> I pronounced that. and so i think that's also why the shows because we feel like a personal connection and their acting is just amazing yeah. and it looks like a family act like a family and off screen too which yes. is my favorite thing it's, you know i don't know why but it always bothers me when people play friends play family and then off screen they can't <laughs> they stand each other. other like i feel like I've been, I've been sold a really big lie <laughs> like i get it you don't have to be the best of friends but then when they hate each other it always hurts me a little bit so <laughs> like the, the that, cast of gossip girl yeah they don't even they're never in a room here's together. what i don't understand if someone can crack this case for me leighton meester seems like a nice person blake lively seems like a nice person so how do they not like each other i've tracked they don't follow each other on instagram but Blake follows Chase, and um, I guess no one's following Ed Westwick anymore. <laughs> I don't know, but we're not talking about that. But this is a cast. I love it. They're close on the outside. I mean, they only had like one season under their belt before Justin Hartley's wedding, and he invited the entire cast. He invited the girl, you know, the skinny girl who who goes to the fat support group. She was oh, at yeah. that wedding too. She was at wow. that wedding too. <laughs> See, it's a great cast, and it you know you can see it. And like in an alternate world, I feel like Milo and Mandy would be a cute couple too. But yeah. I, I, I used to okay, I used to follow Mandy more on Instagram before all of this, and I'd always be like, oh, I'm just keeping up with her life. And so like now I know she's like she has a fiance, and I've actually watched their house being built the other day, <laughs> and I've seen it from the beginning when it was just dirt, and now it's like a full on house, and I just sat there, I was like, oh my god, our house is ready, and like I don't know who she is. And so. <laughs> I was really happy for her. It looks cool. Um, anyway, so yeah, we we love This Is Us. Um, and what else do we watch? Hmm. Oh, okay. This is another difference between me and Sarah. So now you guys have like all aspects of the TV spectrum. I love reality TV. I like trash reality TV. I watch uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Um, also, The Bachelor. So we will discuss the Bachelor. You'll just hear like Sarah's roll. Sarah's rolling her eyes right now. But like about pretty people finding pretty people. <laughs> it's the best. Okay, so we will discuss the Bachelor for three minutes. Sarah's gonna drink her water, take some time to relax. Um, you know Ari? Have you seen him in the commercials? Like salt and pepper. So he should have never been the Bachelor. He was on the Bachelor. He looks like someone who should start in a Lifetime movie. Yeah, just he's so boring. He was on the Bachelor like five years ago, and they brought him back. Half the people don't even know who he is. And there was one guy that everybody wanted, but he's not the Bachelor. His name was Peter, um, but you don't know who that is. So, anyways, so everybody that auditioned for the show thought Peter was going to be the Bachelor, and he wasn't. So they, they got stuck with Ari. So imagine like seeing the like this. They're both salt and pepper, but one's like super good looking, and you thought that's who you're going to be on the show with, and then you get some older looking, not so cute guy so i'm gonna give you my quick opinion on the episode since sarah does not watch the bachelor and doesn't want to cooperate so she'll just be silent so i'm just gonna keep her in the corner while i hijack the podcast so basically we saw the season finale if you guys like i will go into an in-depth description and my opinions on the finale so when you guys just tweet us and let me know and i definitely can cater a special bachelor edition podcast because the season finale definitely deserved one but basically Ari's a jerk, uh, ABC is the devil, and um, hopefully Becca makes a great bachelorette. That's my theory on that. Um, I have no idea why we had to watch six hours, guys. It was six hours. Monday was three hours. Sun, uh, whatever, Tuesday was three hours. We watched six hours of 
a guy breaking up with a girl that he honestly didn't deserve and he is a scumbag for that but basically we watch them um pretty much like ruin the show i feel like the show has always kind of been kind of garbage but i feel like they just solidified that for us so the episode picked up from um the final two which i think was like the least important part of the entire episode because they sifted through the lauren breakup and the becca proposal within two seconds um the only things i can note on that was usually what we see in the finale is tears at least once um i don't think ari's cried once and i know it's tv but i think for the first time like I don't know, either Ari is like that good of an actor that he can console his emotions or he has none, which I think it's the latter. Um, when he sent, I think the most emotion he showed was when he sent Lauren home. But his whole proposal to Becca made me so uncomfortable. Um, his First of all, I feel like he just Googled proposal lines and just said whatever was on the internet to her. It was so unoriginal. But yeah, they sifted through that. And then all of a sudden, what we have is a montage of their secret getaways, which they never show us. And anybody who's watched The Bachelorette, who was like trying to figure out if like Rachel even chose Brian or Peter and was like analyzing photos, would know that they gave us no access to that. So already that was fishy. So they must have known right away that this man is going to break up with her, which, you know, I definitely think they did. And they're trying to cover up. Maybe they offer like Becca a Bachelorette deal if they show her pain, which I mean, like, do you, girl? Like, that's cool. Um, so basically we watched that. We watched them break up for an hour, it felt like, I think even more. And I don't I get he said that he technically wanted to have that breakup because of the way he he didn't want her to be like at, at fault in any way, which I guess okay, cool. But I don't know why we had to watch the cameras follow her around. It was weird. I'm really happy she didn't cry like in his face and didn't beg him to come back to her. But he was just like consoling her and he definitely just wanted her to be like, It's okay, Ari, go follow your heart. And I think that's why he was following her around the house, not to see if she was okay, but for himself, because I think he's very selfish in that way, which is really scary. Um, that being said, I do think him and Lauren are perfect together because um, I know they've been getting a lot of flack, but they deserve it. Um, when you go on this TV show, you must know what's going to happen. And I feel like they didn't even show any ounce of remorse. And I feel like even if they did show remorse, like, hey, we're sorry, like, we're just really in love. And like, this is what we had to do. I think America would have been like, okay, we get it. But it was like this weird, the second episode on Tuesday, we see them like you know him going to her house he's like nervous and his fake panic attack and then she literally opens the door and jumps and like gives him a hug that's like it was so obviously planned she knew he was coming they must have pre-planned this especially while he was still with becca so in that sense like it's really fishy and i don't get a good vibe from lauren and i feel like lauren just had a goal and i feel like um the girls this season who i think are the only reason why i watch the show they have some great girls they've been on different podcasts talking about it and i feel like they are all not i don't think they're ganging up on but i feel like they obviously know more things than we do and are standing up for their friend becca as opposed to lauren who i think handled the situation really weird because like from the breakup you can even see becca's like kind of has lauren's emotions in hand she's like okay well don't do the same to her meanwhile i don't think that consideration is given to her so this whole episode's been weird this whole season's been weird i'm so glad it's over um i'm really happy for becca that she is a bachelorette um Although there were other people I wanted to be the Bachelorette. Um, I think Tia would have been good. I think Sienna would have been really good. But um, they'll probably go on like different Bachelor franchises. But that being said, I I don't know. Like, First of all, I feel like Chris Harrison's response to everything is just wow. And wow it was. I think this was the most dramatic season finale ever. And hopefully 
if we don't see this kind of thing again. I don't even know why they have a proposal. I hope that they kind of switch over the rules because it is like so unrealistic and they might have more success. But that was my two cents. It was a very quick two cents. And if you guys want to know more on my opinions, because I've got a lot of opinions on the whole entire season, tweet us. And that will definitely be arranged because Sarah's currently comatose. I am. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's like another language. <laughs> not, not even <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I watch reality TV and Sarah doesn't. I watch some reality. Sarah watches Bad Girls Club. No, actually. No. I watch YouTube videos of Bad Girls Club. I just so, like to see the fights. Okay. And that's what the Bachelorette and Bachelorette. Did they fight? Did they throw hands? No, they don't throw hands. They just they, did, they just spite each other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, and so um, other than that, we also know a lot of useless information about celebrities. We actually do have a lot of celebrity meeting stories. Um, we've met a lot, of, a lot of celebrities. <laughs> okay, so we met Shamar Moore. <laughs> yes, and you are such a faker. This is the biggest Shamar Moore hater out here. This, yeah. This one right here. She don't watch Criminal Minds. She, first of all, I can't even tell you the stuff she said on his name. But we met him, and all of a sudden she was smiling and posing for a picture. Now, I was too caught up in the fact that he called me baby girl. Yes. That I didn't call her out on her bullshit, posing up with Shamar Moore like she liked him. That's, she's a big faker. She doesn't watch Criminal Minds. Who don't watch Criminal Minds? Who in their life didn't even change Criminal Minds at least once? It's always on TV. You yeah, can't not, not watch it. Let me explain myself. You, I get attacked for this all the time for not liking Shamar Moore. Even my own mother is like, how can you not like Shamar Moore? Um, okay, so he looks gross to me. Okay, and I know I'm. this is a hot he take. He looks gross? He just looks like he... I could just see that he's a man who's just sleeps with like thousands of women per day like i don't i don't think i would ever even want to shake his hand like he just looks di- yeah, but yeah you're all, all um with the photo. he's just like so cocky okay so even when we were there cocky okay so basically we were at we were at a film festival like summarize how we were at a film festival and we were somewhere and i'm not gonna expose ourselves but we saw him in the lobby and he and like he graciously took a picture with us yeah okay yeah you know he was actually very nice in a fan meeting aspect but like he like came out of the elevator remember do you i don't know if you were in a daze he goes hello ladies he literally like did that you were sarah was in a daze like sarah literally looked like her body had been taken out of her and like he just like and then all the girls are just bonding over him and he just looks like such because he's shower more he is fat do you love i don't know i don't get it i've never got it but anyways i did i did i did take a picture with him just to do it because i needed to put it on instagram and like Everybody attacked me because they, everybody knows how much of a hater I am. But he's he, a hater out here. And like, she's smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, and then, like he's like doing a little finger pose and copying yeah. the same finger pose in the photo. Um, honestly, yeah, I just did it just to do it. But he was nice, though. I will give him that. He's nice. He's fine. I think he smelled good. I can't remember. But mm, I watch Criminal Minds. I started <laughs> watching SWAT. He looks even finer now. <laughs> and what else? I watched him in the, sh- the movie The Brothers, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Like He is fabulous. And he fixed his teeth. His teeth used to be a little crooked. He fixed it and it looked perfect. I have, I can't even, I didn't even watch The Brothers. Oh, The Brothers is a great movie. You should watch it. Is, that, is there a, a, show, a movie called The Wood? I don't think he's in that. Is he? No, but I think I always get those two confused. Yeah, um, but yeah, so we've met like a lot of celebrities because um, we are obsessed. Here's my favorite story. Okay, so. Um, I know it. Ryan Greenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so since we don't want to give away, like, each episode, we will have specific shows that we talk about so you guys know and you know what you're getting into so we don't spoil anything. So today is an introductory. So basically, the end part of this podcast would be our celebrity stories. 
and yeah so okay this is also television wise so this was 2010 oh my gosh okay so we're so young I still have the <gasps> oh my god it's right there <laughs> whoa this is such a big poster what the hell did you get i didn't get this poster you didn't want it you got <laughs> or something. So the poster says Sarah, thanks for coming. Signed, Brian Greenberg. Mm-hmm. So, okay. let's yeah. explain why Brian Greenberg means so much to us. <laughs> There's a little show you might have heard of called One Tree Hill, which is my everything. Like, that was a show I love to death. Actually, recently I just threw away a bunch of Chad Michael Murray pictures that I had hoarded since I was in high school. But I love that show. And for me, in my mind, Brian Greenberg was in that show next to Chad Michael Murray. So it was kind of like me talking to Chad Michael Murray, but really not. So Hoden won tickets to see him perform because he's also a singer too. Oh, and I liked him because I was I was a really big Brian Greenberg fan. But also there was a show called How to Make It in America oh, that yeah. I was obsessed with. And I still rewatch sometimes. It was HBO. It had him, Kid Cudi, and Victor Rasuk is the guy from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, the Spanish guy. But yeah, so she won tickets to that, so we went. And she won like a meet and greet kind of thing. So we were just taking pictures, posing, when his manager said, I'm going to bring Brian oh, out. Oh, no, wait, you, you just fast forward, okay. No, I don't. Okay, so he was performing, okay, like it was a concert. Did you say that? Yeah, I think it's worse. Oh, and then, like, so, like, we were, like, I'm, oh, in the line. Okay, there's the whole thing. So, in the line oh, yeah. was a lot of girls who were obsessed with One Tree Hill and were just there to see him because of One Tree Hill. And so, one girl said, um, Haley has how many siblings? She said Haley only had two sisters because they've only ever shown two sisters on One Tree Hill, Taylor and, oh, I forgot what the other girl's name is. It's not important. But anyway, they've only ever shown two sisters. But, in, but back in the day, because I never finished One Tree Hill, I watched like only five seasons and then an episode happened. I'm not going to talk about that right now, but it threw me off. But back in the day, Haley mentioned that she had sisters. Like, like I think she said four or five. So it's always been told that she had more than one, two sisters. These girls in the line were adamant about how she only had two. And I'm like, no, no, no. She has more than two. Now, this is before everyone had data on their phone, so we couldn't just look this shit <laughs> we up. We just age ourselves on yeah. our Blackberries. Yeah, we yeah. couldn't. We couldn't just look this shit up. <laughs> and I could see an Hoda Wait, remember the, remember the utter fear when your um, internet would be open, the app, the internet app opened on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, that's in my life is ruined. <laughs> no. Anyway, these girls were adamant about how she only had two sisters. And I could see in Hoda's eyes that she was starting to believe them. <laughs> Even though I'm a diehard One Tree Hill fan. Ask me anything from season one to four. And I never really watched it. I know everything. So anyway, these girls, I, I mean, the argument was going nowhere, so I just conceded. I said, whatever. But when I got home, I did look it up, and I sent Hoda a copy and paste of the, the Wikipedia link that says she has multiple sisters. So I was right there. Uh, so, like, everybody was, like, pushed to the stage and I actually re saw these photos on Facebook and we were, like, I don't know, do we think we were too... I don't know what we thought in our head. Yeah, we were just posted up at the bar. Yeah, we thought we were too cool for school. And also, I think in our heads, we're like, oh, we'll let them have him because, like, we're going to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I just remember, like, we didn't know, like, any songs because I don't even... Uh, yeah, I, I think I knew one song was in One Tree Hill. He performed. Yeah? Yeah. He just performed, like, two lines, so no, I never knew his whole song. No, yeah, there was one song from One Tree Hill. Um, sometimes? Mm-hmm, I don't know if I'm right. Remember when the, the band member was right behind me? Oh, yeah. So the band member was... I don't like when people stand too close to me. If I, don't, <laughs> if I don't know you, there should be some kind of, like, gap. Like, if I don't know you, we should have space. 
this man was, his back was to my back. Like, so close. So I had to acknowledge the fact that he was that close to me. But I didn't say it to him, but I said it loud enough so he could hear and <laughs> acknowledge the fact that he was too close. He was in my bubble. He needed to back up. I didn't know yeah. he was a band member until he got on stage. Yeah, then he got on stage. We were, like, giving him some serious, like, side-eye, kissing our teeth. <laughs> like, he needed to back up. No, he was too close. He was way too close. That was not... I, it wasn't even like it was a crowded place. I understand if it was super crowded. There was space. And Sarah, again, because of her crime show love, knows all the available exits. So it's always, always on high alert. And yeah. he was just too close. It looked yeah. like he was going to do something to her. <laughs> Anyways, he didn't. Okay. Yeah, so then we go and like it's just like this upstairs level of a concert like venue. And there's seats. So um, they're like, okay, so Brian Greenberg, I think they said he was doing something. The man said, I'm going to go get him. Oh, he yeah. said, I'm going to go get him. But he walked pretty far. So we're thinking we got a solid two minutes before he comes yeah. back. He said, I'm going to go get him. And he came back in 20 Yeah, seconds. so there's a picture or video on my phone of like, I'm like, hey, Sarah, take a picture of me and I'm posing. And then all of a sudden, my camera just goes slowly like down and you just go, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, because I needed time to prepare for his appearance. And the man said, I'm going to go get him. And he came like Oh, that. and to preference, I was the one at this time who was a big fan. And Sarah's like, oh. I'm not, I'm no, guy. but you're like kind of acting like, I don't care. Y'all come meet him. Like, you didn't yeah. act like. I was going to be okay if I had those two minutes. So I said to Sarah, I might freeze, which I've done before, but that's another conversation that maybe we'll save for the end of this podcast because it's something you end on. Um, so yeah, I was like, I might freeze. So he's like, you need to step up. And now, guys, this is what happened. So Brian Greenberg walks to the door and he was like wearing like a white t shirt. I don't know. It's like, I'm going to make it very vivid for you guys. There is us standing, maybe like. It wasn't even a far walk to get to us. Sarah is officially like, she's done. Like, she wasn't ready. She was just like, oh, oh, oh. That's literally the sound Sarah made the entire time. That's the sound I make when I'm startled. Yeah. So then I was like, and in my head, I was like, great. Because like, I was depending on Sarah going, hi, I'm Sarah. Da, 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 da. And she didn't. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have to be that person. So like, we like introduced ourselves. And then um, he asked us like, where we're like, are we from here? I'm giving one word answer. Yeah. He asked us where you're from. Sarah goes, from the city <laughs> yeah and i was like from the city i'm like as opposed to what <laughs> like, you live in like one tree hill like south carolina <laughs> like, i didn't say toronto are you sure no you did not because like i i think i said i live in like the suburbs of toronto and sarah's like i live in the city <laughs> like, i just like what the hell but anyway so i think i said to him like oh i'm a really big how to make it in america fan he's like oh people were stopping him on the street and then so um he i don't know did he sign stuff for us yeah he signed the poster and he signed like you had a cd or something yeah and he was like really really nice and that was the thing that i think it was also like we were we, we didn't know it was gonna be a full-on conversation yeah and like he like sat down i think and i'm like oh, yeah he sat I think, down I, if i i don't remember i remember being so far from him I remember being on the opposite side. No, yo, yo. Oh, Sarah was. Because the way he, like, came when we were walking, me and Sarah were separated because she was taking a photo. So Sarah was, like, towards the other wall. And there was, like, I think a little table. Yeah, I didn't And I was on, the like, the left side of it. So he was, like, on... He was, like, standing next to me. He was very far from us. Yeah. I did not want to be close. Oh, and so when I'm introducing myself, I'm like, hi, I'm Hoden. And then Sarah goes... Sarah, like, stutters. I'm like, is this girl not going to say her name? And she goes, Sarah, you, like, stuttered on your name. I'm like, give the world easiest name. Um, so then like, okay, so we're talking, I'm like, oh, we're sitting down and I'm like, I really, I'm really bad at small talk. But then I was like, I have to do this for the both of I'm us. I'm bad at small talk too. So we're sitting down and we already said like, basically, I already said big fan, big fan, big fan. <laughs> we got our photo. There was literally nothing else. I, I didn't know what to say. But then he sat down and we we're just talking. And then, so Sarah has an ability to remember lines from movies like she wrote them. <laughs> and so... 
And this is a specific line from a movie called Perfect Score from 2003, starring him, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, yeah. and um, um, ooh, I always forget her name. There's the, another girl in the it. Girl from Swim Fan. Oh, Hayden, uh, uh, no. Jessica, no, something Christensen. Elizabeth. No. Erica Christensen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Her, her. I thought she was in it. I always forget her name. Yeah, she's in it too. So anyway, they're all in it. And it's a movie about them basically stealing the answers to the SATs. And this is a really funny movie. And there's this one scene with Brian Greenberg and Chris Evans. Because Brian Greenberg's dad works for like a plumbing company. And he has a little van outside of his house with the toilet on top of it. And so he's telling him that if he doesn't pass his SATs, if he doesn't steal the answers, his life's going to be shit. And then he does this whole speech thing. So I, w- I really did want to recite it to Brian Greenberg, but I was st- I stopped speaking at that point, so I couldn't do it. So Hoda stepped in. Yeah, so I was like, this is her moment. This is- I think I may have said as a joke, like, you should tell him. I don't know. Because I, w- I did it in, like, a joking way, too. Like, I-, I know I had, like, a sick smile on my face when I said it. And I was like, oh, Sarah, I think, I don't know, did I say Sarah's a really big fan of perfect score oh i was like she knows the entire yeah yeah uh, monologue and then he goes i don't even think i remember it and then so sarah starts saying it he like laughs and then midway he like remembers the lines and starts saying with her so now they're both saying his his like monologue from the movie it was just great and then sarah loosened up and she was talking after (laughs) we bonded yeah and then like we had like real and he gave us insight on like the basketball player that was in the movie and oh yeah yeah oh my god it was, like, actually, like, when I think about, like, fan meetings, I was, like, pretty, like, amazing. Really I like to meet Ryan Greenberg again. Yeah, like, he was so nice. He was so nice. And yeah. I wish him, like, uh, nothing but the best. Yeah. But, yeah, like, he was, like, that was, like, by far, like, he took time to talk to us. And, like, I've been to, I've met, like, we've met other celebrities where it's, like, boom, take your photo, bye. But, like, w- I was, like, taken off guard because I was, like, oh, my God, like, we're actually, you actually get to have a conversation with someone you mm-hmm. fangirl for. So... Brian Greenberg, if you're listening, we appreciate it. And we still have, I still have a CD. You Somewhere s- in your room. You don't yeah. know where. It's not, uh, my it's- poster's right here. I'll never forget it. Right here. Collecting dust a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, like, even though, like, it seems like it was so long ago, like, it leaves an impact on you. And I really like celebrities that take time. So, talk let's talk about the failed meeting. Oh, yeah. That's, that should be our wrap-up. Yeah. Okay. Meeting. So, um, like we said, we are fangirls. So we're from Toronto and um, there are like few celebrity opportunities to me, but like it's not that much. So like being being finally allowed to go downtown, like when you're like a kid, you can't go downtown and like without your parents permission and like go like stalk celebrities, especially if if I told my mom I'm going to go stalk a celebrity, she'd be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So like when you're 18 and no one's telling you what to do, like we're free. So I found I was a really big James Franco fan. Like, just crazy. This was before, like, weird James Franco. Yeah, this is before anyone really gave a shit about James yeah. Franco. Yeah. I was, like, freaking... I was watching Freaks... Now I feel like Freaks and Geeks has kind of, like, been reinvented because it's on Netflix again. But I was an OG Freaks and Geeks watcher where I could... I still haven't finished the show because it's impossible to find. But I would just watch anything with Isn't James... like, 20 episodes? Yeah, and it was hard to find those 20 episodes online. Mm. But now it's on Netflix. But let me tell you what i love so much is when you said we're gonna you want to go see james franco and i'm like the guy who plays green goblin as well <laughs> and you're like yeah i'm a big fan and i and i said of what <laughs> and you literally dropped this on me well have you ever heard of the movie tristan and he's old <laughs> i didn't know anybody I watched that movie i, I watched remember, it in theaters i remember the promo for that movie and i remember going well, who's gonna watch this yeah i watched it in theaters 
I love Tristan and Zoe. Anyway, so um, like a good friend, Sarah came with me, and so we we there was a red carpet. I think we did see him. We saw him enter. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Really quick. But that wasn't enough. Yeah, I was like, okay, now I saw him. And like now I need a photo. So then someone's like, there's a back entrance, and when the movie's done, he's gonna exit from here. Mind you, I was really really sick, and she kept me out here. For James fucking Franco. And so, like, anyways, I... I was sneezing, and my <laughs> eyes were watery, and my throat hurt. She could have stayed home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, like, okay, so we go and position ourselves, and, like, the people are lined up, and then I... Sarah's, like, behind me because she literally doesn't give a crap. And so we waited... I, I a little bench. <laughs> we waited, like, five hours. <laughs> literally, if not more. Oh, my God, yes, because the movie has to play, then it's a and a Yeah. Oh. And it was, like, nighttime. So, like, okay, so now... I'm like behind a barricade. I somehow like finesse my way to the front. Like it was foolproof. Like me, James Franco, I would be talking to him, getting my photo. So then James Franco comes out, and there's just me and this other girl, and she was trying to get pictures for, <laughs> trying to get pictures for kids that were from like sick kids, like the what? hospital. Yeah, and so I was like, oh my god, that's amazing. But then, so anyways, she's next to me, and James Franco is now comes out. And then this girl gets his attention before I do. I start to freak out. I keep turning to Sarah. Sarah, help me. Like, I literally said, Sarah, help me. Take my I, photo. I am literally trying to recuperate. She's not answering me. I'm dying. And then he's like, literally, my shoulder is touching his shoulder. Oh. And I'm having like a mini panic attack. I can't speak. And then so the girl that was getting like pictures for those kids, all of a sudden, like, I lost my opportunity. And I was like, oh, man. But then like, okay, he's taking pictures of the kids. So I can't say anything. But like, it was just happening. It was a lot happening. And then all of a sudden, and like when I thought it was like my opportunity to say something, he was gone, and um, then I had a mental breakdown. She kicked a garbage can. <laughs> she literally, we were leaving, and she kicked a garbage can for James Franco. <laughs> Again, the only credits to his name at that time were Tristan and his old freaks and geeks. I saw and the Green future. Goblin. I saw the future. Anyways, I had a like. It was like I literally couldn't sleep. You know, like I could not sleep that night because I kept seeing James Franco, me doing absolutely nothing. Like I don't even know why, but I feel like that's kind of fueled me. You know, I I do still kind of get starstruck and I can't say things when I see like celebrities I really like. But then I always have the back of my head. Don't let this be a James Franco moment. <laughs> Because I was literally, my shoulder was touching it. I was, and I think I did try to tap his shoulder. You could have. I think you could have. He was really close. And I kept turning around Sarah to help me, and she did it. I was dying. I shouldn't have been out. <laughs> yeah. But on that note, this was our introductory episode of TV Anonymous. This went on pretty long. Wow. Yeah. 35 minutes and counting. Um, hopefully, you guys will. Um, like subscribe comment below no hopefully we didn't ramble too long and you really enjoyed the conversation and felt like you were part of it yes also let us when we tell you we watch basically everything we watch basically everything and even if we don't watch it we can have a comment on it so um any tv shows you want to watch you want to talk about let us know um except for game of thrones right no oh you watch game of thrones i'm the only human in this world that doesn't watch you know what you can talk about um i can speak for both of us and say we don't watch a doctor who don't talk about (laughs) <laughs> yeah we don't watch anything i don't understand why the doctor changes every year but whatever <laughs> yeah but other than that we literally have a comment on everything if if you have an actor and you can't remember their name and you only have a description and it's not working on google tweet us and we probably know who that actor is let's just do that as a social experiment oh my god tell us about a movie just tell us the premise yeah. of it and we can tell you the movie yeah um okay so yeah so um i think hopefully we will have episodes on this is us because um 
it's it's really emotional i have videos of sarah crying on my phone it's just silence just her watching tv crying one tear one dramatic tear like i'm an actor <laughs> yeah and i and i don't cry f- i don't have i don't cry for tv shows no you cry for like oprah specials okay i actually like film and tv can't make me cry like, i can only cry in real life situations the only <laughs> no, no, the only can. the only like three things i've ever cried for on tv are i think was steel magnolias i'm not 100 percent sure yeah. I don't know if I just got really emotional. Um, The OC finale. Yeah, that's the rubbish one. (laughs) It was a specific scene where Ryan meets his, like, he's, like, older, and he just comes, and he sees, like, his younger self, and it's, like, a recreation of the first scene with him and Sandy Cohen. Oh, anyways, that just got me, but that's a whole other issue. You know what? We should talk about, like, different teen shows. We we watch, I think we watch every teen show from the early 90s, like, we can go on. Yeah. Yeah, even if it had 10 episodes, I probably watched it. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I don't cry, but Sarah cries. So like, yeah, we're good. Just just to position, just to put what? What are you saying? How do we, we just we balance each other? Yeah, say that? I, oh my god, that word. Yeah. Well, anyways, thanks for listening. This was fun. Um, yeah, and let us know what you think, and please subscribe, and there will be more episodes. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.